Hi folks, Andy here, uh, butting in quickly just to tell you some exciting news about the Outside Xbox and Oxventure and Outside Extra merch store warehouse sale. That's right, our warehouse where our merch is kept and it's a bit like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they store all of the Arks of the Covenant and deadly religious relics. In there, they moved some boxes around and found some old merch that we thought was lost forever, but it's not. It exists and is on sale for you to buy at drastically discounted prices. That's right, it's up to 70% off. There are some legacy products in there that uh, you maybe thought they were sold out forever, but no, they're there. There's some old Hello Stream stuff, the t-shirts we designed in Jackbox. If you've ever wanted a Lasagna My Dudes t-shirt with a pizza firing guns on it, now is your last chance. It is also the last chance to get your hands on the Oxventurers Guild Moonbeam dice set. They're on there right now. So head on over to store.outsidexbox.com, uh, click on the banner there saying warehouse sale, and you too could get yourself some incredible savings. Uh, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Right, back to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast, and this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs. Or at least that's what I would be saying if you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom, Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast, where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favorite podcast app now to listen. Just search Eurogamer Newscast. Hello and welcome back to the Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure Dungeons and Dragons. And that is the required amount of times I'm going to say Dungeons and Dragons. It's a critical hit to your brain. I'm Andy. I play Corazon de Baena, the human pirate rogue. I'm Jane. I play Prudence. She's a tiefling warlock. Thanks for the week off, everybody. Thanks for giving us a little hiatus yeah. just to get our act together. Figure we went stuff out. to an Oxventure retreat in the woods. Uh, we fought some goblins. You know, get back to our D&D roots. It was like um, one of those sweat lodges. We really sweated it yeah. out. I went on a journey of the mind. Um, <laughs> I traveled through interconnected realms, uh, through a corridor of doors. I entered each door and I came out a different person each time. And then I went in the last door and then I came out Andy again. So I was like, oh, no. Oh. But then there were no more doors. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd used up all the doors, so I had to be me still. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, you twisted when you should have stuck. I know. I was like, I'll do one, because I was like a sort of oh, no. uh, glorious golden uh, stag. And I was like, this is good. And I was like, mm, there's one more door. I'll try it. And then I came out Andy again. I know what it's like, though, when your favorite podcast. And I, I mean, I'm going to assume, I'm going to help myself to that assumption that we are your favorite podcast. Mm. Um so don't mind me. But yeah, when your favorite podcast takes a week off and you're like, but the what do podcast I to now? and you're looking at your, you're looking quizzically at your podcast device, yeah. shaking it, maybe hitting it, waiting for the podcast to drop into it. And it's just not there. So I apologize deeply. I'm supposed to listen to on my drive or run or walk. Yeah, because you get a little kind of habit. You get a routine around your favorite, you know, podcast. Exactly. Which we've is this, we've I dis- remind <laughs> you. It's this. We've disrupted that, which is really an unconscionable action. I know. How will we, we we'll, how will we make up for this? Uh, mm, I don't know if we can. I think, we've, I think we have to just live with it. We've broken the trust. Oh, no. <laughs> and, you know, only, we can almost get, yeah. We can only hope on the surface, our audience. On the surface, things will be okay. But deep down, there's been a betrayal. I listen to this podcast as well. Just because I'm in it doesn't mean I can't listen to it. it doesn't oh, mean I'm not okay. A and that, that really disrupted your Friday yeah. routine, like, not having your own to podcast to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not on it. 
and then I could hear what you're all saying about me behind my back. That's true. And you've got you've got to listen. You've yeah. got to listen. In case you're saying mean stuff. If you take your eyes off us, take your ear off us, yeah. we'll say all kinds of stuff about, about Andy. You're just talking shit about Andy yeah. in the group chat. Constant Where supervision. Where the group chat is <laughs> <our> <laughs> it's a publicly available podcast. Yeah. <laughs> also, by way of compensation i think what we should do is answer some of the questions that were put to us on twitter last week when we apologized for the brief hiatus in the oxventure podcast mm. we said hi folks no oxventure podcast today as we're back planning the next oxventure arc but we'll be back next week in the meantime if you've got any oxventure questions you want answered reply here and we'll try to get them in the show and we are going to try we got so and... many though we're not going to get to all of them unfortunately no but you know we, we've We've got infinite time, Andy, okay. assuming, assuming you're going to live forever. Yeah. We've got infinite well, time go. to answer well, these questions. All right, deal. And there's just another reason to follow us on Twitter, by the way. It's twitter.com slash OutsideXbox because mm. it's probably the best way to put yeah. questions to us. The best way to see um, GIFs of our work. All right, let's try and get through as many as we can in the next 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. What say you? Yeah, let's go. Ken Doyle asks, do any of you use a dice jail for poorly performing dice? Mm, well, dice, I mean, they're random, aren't they? The but idea you don't of... have a dice jail. You're saying you don't have a dice no, jail. No, there's, there's, I've switched like during a game to other well, dice. Well, there you go. Then you accept, but then you accept the superstitious nature of, of, of your yeah. dice not being in a random But then enough. I haven't like banished the bad dice forever. Forever. No, yeah. but that's dice jail. You just give it a sentence, you know, okay, a sort of one right. session sentence. Yeah. It's not like dice exile. I've put my dice in dice exile is what I say yeah. when I've thrown them under the sofa. I've sent my dice to bad. Corsica. It has to live on Corsica now and not. <laughs> it's not allowed to yeah, raid. It's just a temporary, temporary imprisonment. Okay. Kettles on Twitter says, now new fans are finding Oxventure first, then your IRL selves on YouTube retroactively. How separated do you feel your characters are from your YouTube personas after nearly five years? How do you find extricating Andy, for example, from Corazon? Or do you see them as one and the same? Oh, no, I hope that Andy is a bit more sympathetic than Corazon. I would hope. Mm -hmm. Jane's making, you can't see the face Jane is making now. <laughs> it implies that he isn't. Um, no, I think Corazon is a much sort of more uh, brash, arrogant, attention-seeking character than the YouTube character Andy is. I mean, there is a bit of that in the YouTube character Andy, who is a dialed-up version of my actual personality. I'd like to think that on the sort of bearable level, there's me, and then there's YouTube. There's Andy, then natural there's, Andy. Yeah, natural Andy. Then there's YouTube Andy. Classic. Andy. And then, yeah, and then there's, <laughs> then there's YouTube Andy, who's a bit sort of hyped up. And then there's um, Extreme Championship Edition Andy, which is Corazon, yeah. Yeah. How about Prudence? I think Prudence is, apart from being evil, which, don't get me wrong, is a major part, mm. but apart from being evil, I find Prudence um, to be my um, my best self and aspirational right. one day will be self. Got it. So like, I really admire her and that's that's why it's so fun to roleplay her because, you know, every time I play her, yeah. God willing, I get a little bit closer to being that spectacular <laughs> warlock tiefling. Yeah. You know, she's powerful. She's self-assured. She's assertive. Yeah. She don't, she don't give boss. a damn. Yeah. Corazon is like the um, indulging of that impulse, which is like, wouldn't it be funny if? Ah. Wouldn't it be like incredibly disruptive socially if I did this? If I did this, yeah. but then you don't do but it you because do it. you've got to live in the real world. Exactly. But, but Corazon can do it because he lives in like goblin land. James K. Douglas asks, my biggest question is, can we get more Meryl Wen oriented stories as much as I love you all? 
they say. She is my favourite, and I don't think we've even seen another elf since her naming ceremony. Please? We don't get a lot of elves. Liliana's an elf, isn't she? Yeah, she's an elf. She's a flavour of elf. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's one for John- Johnny, I think. We haven't had some, I think, like specifically character-oriented ones for a while because we were doing the Apocalypse arc and then we've been doing one-offs um, at live shows, which have been more sort of Monster of the Week type things. So, yeah, may- maybe. But um, has, has she got anything like any dangling unresolved threads that we need to get I to? I bet she does. Really, this is a question we should put yeah. to Alan. Um, All right, next not, time you've got Alan on. It's not for us to say. Next time you've got Alan on, we'll ask. All right, Ben Winco asks, what would a beach episode of the Ox Venture consist of? I'm not super familiar with the anime trope of beach episodes. So you... What's, what's there to be familiar with? Like it's they the just episode... go to the beach. But what happens? What yeah. do they do? They There's just hang out stuff. on the beach. Have nice beach times. They wear swimsuits and play, I don't know, beach sports. And Is there any sort of beach conflict? Or... No, it's like a... No, it's... Well, I mean, maybe mild conflict, but it's kind of just like a nice relaxing day off from the from the trials and tribulations right, of being okay. an anime character. All right. Well, Corazon would probably get um, like a little inflatable boat from one of the gift shops and sort of captain that around in the sea for a bit. I imagine Corazon would have like Victorian sort of bathing... Bathing suit, yeah. A bathing one piece. Stri- stripy with the shorts and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'd have like a beach cookout. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had a beach cookout in that in that oh, one yeah. episode where I were a bear. Where you yeah. were a bear. Where, where I, I were, were a were bear. bear. Yeah. Would Prudence swim? Is she a swimmer? Oh, that's something to think about. What if she cannot swim? Ooh. What if she hates the water? But like, does Cthulhu r- rise out of the, the ocean? Cold. No, she like that's it. That's it. She loves the ocean and she can swim, but she doesn't like the cold. Right. She likes she likes go. it warm. So maybe Egbert maybe... could heat an area of the ocean with his flame breath, and then yeah, she could go in. Kit, a mischievous scamp on Twitter, says if the group swapped classes, who or what do you think would be the best worst combination? E.g. Bard Corazon, Warlock Merylwen, etc. I think Bard Corazon is a great combination. I think he's basically a bard already. It's basically a wannabe bard, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Um, the only thing more insufferable than a bard is like a wannabe bard. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who aspires to be a bard. I think the obvious answer is uh, is Prudence uh, Paladin. Paladin Prudence. It's kind of basically the opposite of Prudence's whole deal. Can you be Can you be a bad paladin? Yeah, you though? can be an Oathbreaker. Like... An Oathbreaker Paladin. No, 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 no. I don't mean someone who's like breaking their oaths. I mean someone who is committed to their cause, but their cause is bad. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if that's how that works. Might, maybe. I mean, that sounds pretty, sounds pretty cool. Conceptually, conceptually. I guess I don't know about other variants of Paladin beyond the sort of Egbert style. Yeah. Well, the other, the other obvious answer would be um, Egbert's Druid because of the sheer massive size of the spell list that ellen can pick from um, yeah and i mean mike yeah. mike doesn't even know his own spells so if he had like 10 times as many spells to remember it would be a sort of waste of the unique class feature of druids m asks does prudence still have her book babies i feel like they've been quite quiet for a while yeah they have actually what i really need to do is get hold of some props to remind me mm. that i have them do you not have any grimoires knocking about uh, I've got a spell book, but it's not big or scary enough, I think, to stand in for a book baby. Yeah. But I do have them. I just think they're they're in a, they're going through a quiet phase. I've got some. You know, I've got some maturing. You can borrow. Okay, I, I should get them and, and yeah. sort of hang them get from my the belt. I think Luke is um, Luke is shopping for a new loot because Stob lost his, so Aww. he's going so to canonically replace it. 
Is he going to canonically destroy his old loot? No, I mean, it's a it's a very nice loot. It's it's just it was quite a hassle to uh, transport to and from live shows because it's enormous and double necked. Susie Abbott asks, what happened to turn Egbert into a dragonborn? He's mentioned a couple of times that he used to be human and we've had nothing else. We need backstory for our scaly boy. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Mike Susie. hasn't told us. Johnny hasn't told us. And if Mike were here, I suspect he wouldn't. Even he would not tell. Yeah. Because he's keeping keeping that close to his chest. I don't know what he's waiting for. No. It's going to come out <laughs> he's explosively. He's waiting for us to stop playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. For Oxventure to be retired. It'll be like how Michael Mann is doing Heat 2 as a novel. He'll write the, yes. the novel of Egg, Egbert. The memoirs of yeah. Egbert the Paladin. Yeah. I'm really interested to know. He keeps saying that there have been enough clues yeah. over the course. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Over the course of Oxventure that you could perhaps make a really good guess uh, but then he hasn't reckoned with how Andy's not paying attention. Yeah. So. And that's more about what he did to get kicked out of the order, not how he became a dragonborn. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because they're two separate things. Two separate things. things. Yeah. Egbert became a dragonborn, but then also He's um, just got a... himself exiled from his original paladin order. And those are two secrets. Yeah. He's got so many secrets. He's a secrets. mystery wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in an <laughs> enigma, that dragon. I thought I thought he was an open book, but no. it turns out he's a closed book. A closed book covered in chains. That's all glued up. Yeah. Did Jane know that Prudence was going to be a barbarian for a large part of the past arc? And how was it playing another class for a while? Difficult. Really difficult. Why is that? Can Eldritch Blast nonstop? Yeah, I mean, there's that. There is the kind of learning curve. Actually, I think it's mostly the learning curve because conceptually barbarians are freaking awesome. And I, I love that. And I love that energy. Mm. Um, I think it was just the concern that you were playing suboptimally and i know we're always playing suboptimally but like even suber than that you know what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah. finally a question from fatma who says we all hope none of your characters ever die good but if the worst comes to pass how would you all want it to happen personally i'd like an anime betrayal Ooh, anime betrayal hard to be anime betrayal yeah oh man i hadn't thought of actually i hadn't thought that when one of us when one of us dies it could be at the hands of another of us that would be spicy yeah. spicy good no i think for me it would be um heroic sacrifice oh uh, you wanna you wanna yeah. black widow it oh hold oh hold <laughs> you them wanna off. launch yourself off the sacrifice yeah. cliff no not i mean that was that was <laughs> that was a bit much but you know <laughs> egbert's uh, got you by the hand yeah egbert's like no i must be the one to fall to my death and corazon's like no, no me me and we both <laughs> fight idiot. each other over the cliff and both die <laughs> And then You're no like, one can get the soul me stone. Me first, Egbert. Yeah. Me first. Well, who's going to pick up the soul stone now, Egbert? I say, dying on the floor. <laughs> We're both dying. No, I would okay, be like holding sacrifice. off the horde. Like as I'm like, yeah. flee. You've got to escape. I'll hold them off for as long as I can. And they're sort of overwhelming me. And you're all like, no, Coruscant, you're so brave. And I'm like, ah, no, go, you fools. Don't cry for me later. And then hmm. they, this horde swarms over me as you all escape and the doors lock into place. And then you all mm. talk for an hour about how sad you are and how great Corazon was. Okay. Yeah, that is good. Hard to beat heroic sacrifice. I mean, what else is there? Um, <laughs> eating contest mishap. Gastric disease. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are the other ways hit, for your hit, D&D character to go? Hit by runaway apple cart. <laughs> yeah. um, Does 76 points of damage. How about sort of some sort of lethal transcendence where you Ooh. like I can imagine oh. Prudence sacrificing herself to become something greater and more terrible. Yeah, if Prudence like dark went Phoenix dark Phoenix and just like burst Galadriel. into like unholy flame, yeah. burnt to cinders, but at- attaining the greatest power ever. Right, that's so. it. It's the Dark Phoenix right. exit for me. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> 
Okay, that's that's a lot of questions. Mm. Thank you so much for your questions. And um, we have got oodles of them. So let's work on some, some more of let's work on some more of those. Yeah, sounds good. For next time. For now, though, it's time to listen to Sale of the Century Part One. Mm. So I hope you've got your sea legs ready. Yeah, and your sea, and your sea arms, your sea ears to listen to it with. All your sea parts. Yeah, all parts should be sea. Adventure. I am Corazon de Bayena, Heart of the Whale, and I'm named that because I have limbs modified into flippers, non-existent external ear flaps, uh, large tail fin, and flat head. <laughs> uh, I'm Egbert, the Dragonborn Paladin, and I also have a flat head, but none of those other bits. And while you're all modifying your mental images of these Dungeons and Dragons characters, I'm Prudence, the Tiefling Warlock, doing it for the aesthetic. <laughs> Uh, I'm Dob the Half-Orc Bard, and what do I have in common with a whale? I suppose I must have a vestigial limb somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You should check. You have yeah. eyes on the side of your head. <laughs> You're um, warm-blooded. You give birth to life young. I do. <laughs> You're always I do. expelling stale air from your blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I swim the length of the planet sometimes in a year to migrate for warmer waters. Yeah, and your song is very mournful. <laughs> If you were really the heart of a whale, you'd be the size of a VW Beetle. Yeah, to say mm, I'm not. <laughs> it's a fantasy world. Anything can be real. Johnny's never Johnny's never set the scale of Geth. Yeah. We could all be enormous. <laughs> when has it ever been said that Corazon isn't the size of a VW Beetle? I, that is that is true. I've never specified that, but I am literally everyone else in the world. And Yay. frankly, I feel Yay. very personally targeted by this intro and all of the whale talk Corazon therein. Did it. It's all Corazon's oh. fault. <sighs> Hooray, anyway. Hooray. Hooray. <laughs> Hooray, um, anyway. Hooray, and indeed, oh no, because we pick up this session uh, immediately after the scary, scary cliffhanger ending of the last one. Uh, because you have uh, emerged from uh, the amazing explore- Exploratorium uh, with a map to the Curse Hole, which uh, is, you know, your ultimate destination to lift the curse, finally, from the crew of the Joyful Damnation. But what's this? There is a strange ship outside um, being crewed by none other than than former crewmates of Corazon de Baena, uh, including uh, Jack Craxon, who... It was Jack Craxon, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he is is now... Cast off his disguise because I described him as being tall and blonde and I changed his voice. But that was a disguise, not a canonical slip up. Um, <laughs> he, now, he now looks and sounds as you might expect. Um, yes. And they are all in the th- services of one Liliana who is Mutiny. standing and waving at the prow of the ship. They have just summoned the joyful damnation. Um, and um, they have basically said, you can have a head start, but we're going to catch you. We're gonna cook you, and we're gonna eat you. Ah. Like to see Did they try. say that? I forgot. But I don't didn't recall the bit about them eating us, but okay. Not those exact right. words, but yeah, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> it's them. It's implied. Yeah. If you it's think implied. about it for a second, it's obvious they want to eat us. I mean, look at us. We look delicious. Mm. Who wouldn't eat us? I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> I've it was been very sporting of those cannibal pirates to give us a yeah. head start. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Did they did they eat Merylwen? Oh, where yes. is Merylwen? Oh my god! They ate Merylwen. Oh, right, I forgot well, to say, yeah. everyone I, in. I'm afraid everyone canonically Merylwen has been eaten. Oh, I saw <laughs> them get her. Yeah. I look around for Merylwen. Right, as you look around for Merylwen, um, you see, far off in the distance, you see like 
the plume of mist <laughs> coming a from a, a whale's blowhole. Um, and sort of a, a, a fluke comes up and, and uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a Yelp review for this new eatery. Um, <laughs> the, this fluke kind of splashes down in the water and then there is a strange whistling noise. It's like, and then an arrow sticks into uh, the sand next to you with a, a scroll attached. Oh, my God. Open it up. It says, I've been eaten. <laughs> it's, um, it's a note from uh, Merylwen that uh, says, I've been eaten. Brackets, don't worry. I'm just inside the whale. We can travel faster that way. I'm go- I've am i gone to mediate between the whale and panniers. <laughs> and oh, make sure oh, everything Merylwen. gets oh. back on track. Oh. Love you lots. Good luck. Good. That is so important. Not being eaten, yeah. but also that precious relationship. Both when I priorities. abandon the party to be killed by Liliana, that's probably how I'll do it too. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, well, in front of you, uh, well, sort of off to the side, now um, now stands the joyful damnation, ready to sail. Um, and basically the, the entire crew of the ship, you now see it is called the Inevitability, which oh, is an absolutely massive cool. galleon. It is... Um, its hull is like half again as big, as tall rather, as the Joyful Damnations riding out of the water. Corazon, wow. that ship a, is bigger than your ship. There is. Yeah. There Wait, is did a, you go wrong in your life, Corazon? It's not about the size of the ship. Go right? on. It's, it's about, about the motion the, of the ocean. It's about the motion of the ocean and <laughs> the acts of piracy you commit with that boat. <laughs> okay. And the broadside weight of metal. Yeah. Um, broad, I, exactly. Can I look down and inspect? <laughs> what? Am I aware? Look- am I aware of the inevitability as a ship? Is that? Um, it's not it one famous? you've heard of before. No. Um, in fact, why don't you make me a wisdom perception check? Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, or if I don't know if you have any seafaring sort of skill. I mean, I know. I mean, I mean, I don't know if your character sheet specifically <laughs> references <laughs> any pirate-related skill or sailors. all comes out. You, you've got sailors. What? I've got the skill of sailor. Okay, well, add sailor. that. Too. Just add your proficiency bonus onto a wisdom perception check. <laughs> all right, fine. And you can have you can have an apology inspiration. <laughs> 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 oh what um, you can get an apology inspiration <laughs> if yeah. Johnny roasts you hard enough you get <laughs> yeah, an not worth it not worth it <laughs> 13 okay great um yeah it's basically a point of inspiration but i hand it to you saying you've been a great audience um, uh yes you you notice that not only um is this ship not one you um you recognize uh sort of by name it's um you can tell just from looking at it this is a ship of very new construction Hmm. Um, you're in fact you sort of new boat you've... smell exactly as as yeah. as the glorious new boat smell fills your nostrils. Um, you gain a, a a sense slightly of of fear that uh, you know this ship is clearly state of the art um, and has been uh, you know commissioned very recently, probably by Liliana herself. But also, you feel a point of pride that she considers you to be. Uh, significant enough adversaries to have commissioned an entirely new ship to oh take you God. down so they've, they've got the 3600 with the speaking tubes that run oh throughout no. oh my god they've got the freshwater reservoir they've got oh my god <laughs> uh, got Johnny, i know nothing about um i know nothing about uh sailing but can i still look at liliana's flagship the incredible 
uh, inevitability and yeah. just try and like give a sort of vague assessment of its armaments yes um i think it could probably be um succinctly described as having more than twice your guns and more than twice your numbers how screwed are we we're not screwed at all i say um but we're boarding the ship now right that's all we, we yeah are you getting this. aboard the yeah. joyful damnation yeah yeah okay. the inevitability is the power in these waters but there's no shippers can match the damnation for speed is there a oh. is there anything we can do to sabotage it before we leave because th- when they start counting and we start moving we're going to get further away and hopefully stay further away but is there a chance moment, they'll cancel our head start close. if we like attack the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You yeah, see, do, you want to go over, do you want to go over to the boat? <laughs> no, can we like, launch something or fire a you know cannon or? Something I climb into over. the cannon. No, don't get out of the cannon. I climb into the I climb no. into the cannon. A metal spike between my teeth. Do you oh, have any proximity mines me. that we can drop <laughs> in our wake? Below the waterline. Fire me! Fire me below the waterline. We're we're wasting our head start here, people. I say. Um, okay. Can we drop some burning barrels or something? Can you raise the anchor or something? Yeah, let's start hoisting. Yeah, right, Should we start fine. hoisting? Oh, yeah. um, Corazon, what kind of crew do we have aboard? How like how many oh, yeah. hands are we looking at? I don't. I assume it's just us. So they would probably haven't given us any crew. Okay. Are there any skeletons? Okay. Right. I run. I run down below deck to see if we've got anyone down here. Anyone? Hello. There is a, there is strangely a slight echo from the ship as you go. Hello. 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 Maybe we should each take like a zone of the ship according mm. to our abilities. Like I'll Egbert could man the cannons. I'll take the captain's <laughs> deck. Okay. Yeah. Can I take the rigging? Kitchen. You can take the rigging, sure. Alright. I go aloft. Okay, I go to the captain's quarters and open some rum. <laughs> who's who's steering the ship? Right. I sarcastically raise the anchor using one of those like <laughs> anchor wheel things because no one okay. else is doing it. Yeah. Um I, like again, you kind of you're all discussing who should be where and who should be doing what. Dob is already sort of up in the rigging, whittling, I imagine, or you know, um, retying his his you know retying his costume so he's got like a neckerchief and he looks more like uh, a sailor. And you kind of, as you're all getting used to your new stations, you just hear a and you look to see uh, Prudence handling an entire ship's capstan solo. Um, wow, was she always that strong? <laughs> this there's space strong. for like fifteen to twenty hands, by which I mean people um, mo- raising the anchor. And Prudence is just as though pushing wow. a shopping cart <laughs> around uh, one of those market towns. Don't mind me, everyone. I'm just saving our, all our asses, raising the anchor because we hey, we're all we can't go anywhere. Here. What are you I doing, Corazon? I yell a big, towards big the captain's cabin. I'm inspiring You're my crew. You're supposed to be the captain. Shouldn't I you am. be like giving I'm, orders or directing us or I'm telling someone to do something? I'm inspiring my crew by my uh, aspirational example. Work hard and you too could sit around drinking <laughs> rum. And so right, Corazon, if you don't You're drive the, the ship, I'm going to drive your ship. There. Yeah. Uh, all right. I go up to the wheel. I don't want anyone touching the wheel. Okay. All right. Mr. Corazon, I mean, captain. Yes. What is it, Mr. Dobb? Permission to loose sails, make sail, hoist four tops. Top gallant, skyscrapers and all. Sounds good. Uh, also, <laughs> I, can you pipe me aboard, please? I am aboard yes. already, but I haven't been piped. Thank you. <laughs> what is this nonsense? This is nautical stuff, Egg, but you wouldn't understand. Right. Yeah, I'm a landlubber. Yeah, you lubber. So, yeah, Egbert, what are you doing in in, uh, in this early well, stage was, as the, the flight gets underway? I was threatening to um, 
I was threatening to steer the ship, but I guess now I should go and look and see if we've got anything we can use to slow the other ship down. Can we, like, chuck some burning barrels over the rear mm-hmm. of the ship? Mr. Egbert, Mr. Egbert, I'm making you quartermaster. Got Please it. check the ship's what armaments. Does that mean? Run out the guns and make ready. Okay. Got it. I think. Something about guns. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Egbert, I have an idea. For, go on. For helping us get an advantage. Um, Are what you going to get you... back in the cannon? Well... No, I climb okay. out of the cannon. Um, what if what if you were to use your um, famous, infamous flame breath to scorch the surface of the sea behind us and create a sort of rolling fog that we could disappear into? Nice. That's a good idea. That is a very good idea, Master Dob. Uh, so I, go, I guess I'll do Master that. Master Dob. Yes, promoted. <laughs> Seafaring. He's not a... No. D- demoted. <laughs> Cabin boy Dob. Got my yeah. step at last. Okay. All is fine, but... All right. Um, so, okay. Uh, I, I would like the following roles, please. Um, Corazon, yes. I would like um, charisma performance to try and drink rum in uh, a it's way that doesn't actually discourage uh, your crew. Okay. Dob, that would be a dex acrobatics check, please, to lose sail. Um, and. Uh oh. Very good or very it's, bad? It's a natural 20. Unbelievable. Yeah, I feel inspired. I feel pretty inspired. Yeah, there is, there is, despite you know, uh, despite you know, all of these claims of meritocracy in Geth clearly being hogwash, <laughs> you do find you're like maybe yes, maybe if I work extremely hard under this man, some of that good grace and indeed rum will trickle down. <laughs> I mean, some of it is trickling down out of the corners of my mouth. I'm quite messy when I'm drinking. Oh, that's probably how Dob got inspired. It's been like, my God, he drinks rum with gusto. My okay. God, he's um, messy. So, kind of um, mixer. It's <laughs> so the the flame breath Egbert is ju- it's just a cone, and it, it's uh, it's a fifteen foot cone. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm I guess I'm attempting to scorch the top of the uh, water to create a kind of scalding fog yeah. behind us. Okay. Travel. So just make me a strength athletics check. This is more to sort of hold on to it and plank off the side of the ship and not set the rear sure. rear end of the joyful damnation on fire. Rolling um, for core strength. Exactly. That is a, yeah. Also a natural twenty. My Whoa! goodness. Egbert's um, abs. It is <laughs> got an eight pack. So um Egbert I've just got my toes wedged in between a couple of planks and I'm like straight Sorry. out. He gads. Yeah, it's it's like you're flying, but horizontally. Yeah. Um, and the good thing about this this flame breath is obviously it generates quite a lot of sort of just smoke from your nostrils anyway. Yep. But as it hits the water and churns up this tremendous fog, the two seem to combine and make sort of like a wet ashen suspension. Um, there is an absolutely enormous cloud of steam um, to the point where you you can barely see in front of your own hand let alone see the inevitability you have a tremendous um, opportunity here to escape uh, prudence the anchor is up and the ship is starting to make way are you doing anything in particular right now um maybe i can help a dob in the rigging we need every every scrap of sail on the what's it i don't know you nautical <laughs> on every scrap of sail yeah, yeah, I want to do that. I want to cram yeah. on every scrap of sail. So okay, great. Prudence. I spider climb into the rigging and, and yes. start oh, um, yeah. tying nice. knots and tying other knots and yeah, figuring that um, out. Make me a dex acrobatics check as well, but do it with advantage because spider climb. Dub, how did climb. you do? Okay. Oh, uh, 18. 18? Brilliant. Okay. 
Dex athletics, you said. Dex athletics. Uh, acrobatics. Please. Acrobatics. Oh well, I definitely don't have that. Uh, okay, twelve. Okay, is that with advantage? Roll twice. Roll twice and take the best result. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, great. <laughs> um, a twelve will do it though. Um, as you um, as you sort of untie the the sails and they start to go down, uh, the clues just like rocket down the lines and the canvas snaps as the wind, um, which is directly at your back, starts to take you off um, out away from like out of the bay uh, and away from from this island. So to give you um, a bit of perspective, you've. Mm-hmm. You're setting off. You've got to your left uh, a large portion of the island. Well, you've got the island. Uh, and coming up, there is sort of a large, sort of rocky, craggy cliff edge um, there. So if you wanted to sort of slip around there and try and um, sort of lose them that way, then you could. Or you could just try and use this, this window to get as much distance between you and the inevitability as possible. Or you could indeed go... Um, a third way. You could go to starboard, if you like. Interesting. Um, there are okay. islands kind of dotted in other places. Um, you right. you can sort of see them on the horizon, but without going out the crow's nest and having a good look, you don't know exactly what's around you just yet. Okay, so we could either just try and put yeah. some distance between us and them, or we could try and be sneaky and maybe see if we can double back and maybe get behind them. What? And then, well, I'm sure they have guns get... on the back of it as well. Right? But they won't be. They might not be looking out the back. If we can get so behind we can... them, we'll have the weather gauge, Egbert. And yeah. Then we'll. We Did you even our... consider the weather gauge, Egbert? Did you even consider the weather? gauge? I don't gauge? even know what the weather gauge is. Yeah. We well, can you press would, our advantage. You, but you but it's going to be really hard to get around them without. But what if um, what if we were to what if we were to sneak up on them and then we were to board the ship and scuttle it from within? Aha! Wait, hang on. What if what if we were to what if we I've were to rig. What if we were to rig a, a raft with lanterns and a small yes. sail and yes. drop it off drop it off the rear of the Joyful Damnation uh, on the same heading as us? Um, then they'll be following that. We put out all lights uh, and, you know, slip slip around, do a Yui in the fog. Yes. Come around, complete 180, and then weather gauge them up the up the behind. Yep. Preposterous. Right. <laughs> I love I love the I love the plan, um, uh, Seaman Dob. Did you invent this plan yourself? Yes, I did. Not I've good. never heard of it anywhere before. No, me either. <laughs> All right, good. Um, yeah, let's. I have do, a quick question before we do that. that. Just so, right. just for context. Yeah. Is their big boat going to be faster or slower than our little? There is one? big boat. Sorry. <laughs> there, yeah, there is yes, big boat. But is there is big boat. But it's yeah. going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, car no go space. Cargo road. Yeah. Um, so their their ship is uh, it has considerably higher masts and it has a lot more kind of sails uh, between each mast uh, and indeed on each mast. This ship will be able to to achieve greater speeds than you. However, uh, the sheer size means that you will be able to um, go through shallower waters than them, uh, and also you should be more manoeuvrable if the ship is handled well. Well, no, hang on, because if we're talking about this kind of craggy bit of rock up ahead, we could try and deftly weave through it. That if they won't no- don't notice it in the fog, they could run aground on that shoal. Don't think I didn't notice that insubordination, Mister Egbert. 
insubordination. <laughs> it was a question. You'll, be, you'll, a, get a, you'll get a taste of the cat. How many lashes? <laughs> I'm imagining I mean, all of these. Uh, you're all at different points of the ship. Like, all of this is shouted. Because <laughs> Dob and Prudence are in the rigging. You're in the captain's quarters with your feet up, yelling through the door. <laughs> yeah. And Egbert. I have uh, a I'm megaphone. Still off the back of the boat. Egbert's still hanging off the uh, fine, I like all these plans. Let's do it all at once. Yep. I think if we try and outpace them, eventually they'll catch up to us. They have the long guns. Yes, it's do. probably they will overpower us. So I think um, being sneaky, being clever, is our is our best option here. So I think we should go with um, the idea of taking the raft, putting the lanterns on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's a good and okay. original yes. idea. Yes, my master and commander, I'm on it yeah. right now. Okay. And uh, <laughs> you, you're really, uh, you're really maturing into the role of uh, a sea, a sea man. Dom. Corazon, do you got to pick one, master or commander? I'm not uh, having both. All right, well, master, I guess. Okay, fine. Um, it does occur to you that it's still daylight. Hmm. Now, does any that, of you, does hmm. any of you wizards have a night spell? <laughs> He, he says loud hailingly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We put, in, we put distance between us and them well, until yeah, nightfall. We race, we race until nightfall. And we then race we the, yeah. until that nightfall. That sounds cool. Okay. That, that sounds, sounds cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm all out of uh, yeah, solar eclipse spells. Sorry. All right. Bring me that horizon. Also, Mr. until then, we can, like, we can, Egbert can get on the bow chasers and, and can try and, like, maybe, you know, harm, damage you, their sails or something. You will you have know. to explain what a bow chaser is to me. So the gun um, on the back. Right, yeah. Got it. Presumably, yeah, we have swivel guns or... Bow no, chasers. the gun on the front. Sorry. Stern. Uh, Stern chasers. Right. Okay, but for this one... You we'll know, when direct... you said it, I thought there was something wrong about what you said, which is why I called you up on it. All right. Okay, change of plan. We wreck Corazon. <laughs> this is Captain's why we set all the naval history homework. <laughs> yeah. More insubordination from Mr. Egbert. <laughs> I flick the latches on the case that contains the cat. <laughs> it meows softly. Yeah. I was yeah. just Sorry. thinking about Merylwyn. This is a very oh. ill tempered ship's cat, I'll have you know. Oh, it's furious. Oh, she's get on the wrong side. Oh, I miss Merylwyn. Um, yeah, your sort of ragamuffin cat is already sniffing the air, sensing that there has recently been insubordination. Yeah. <laughs> um, looks at you and kind of does that thing, you know, where they grip with their front paws? and bite into the hand but not like dead hard but it's like I could start kicking at any time that's a, a small you're being reproved by the cat for not having stamped out the insubordination already mm. so why well, does it smell like insubordination on my ship mm, I, this is he's he's not used to to seafaring uh, Emily but <laughs> any, one more offence and it's time to go hog wild I say <laughs> I still may read Egg, but the articles of war I place, I place <laughs> Emily back in the cat case Okay, Emily uh, begins uh, cleaning herself. Um, I call to Egbert, Egbert, come back from the bow of the ship where I accidentally sent you. I meant the stern. You could man the cannons out the back and um, and maybe, you know, like fire at, fire at them as they, as, they, sure. as they pursue. Hi folks, Andy here, uh, butting in quickly just to tell you some exciting news about the outside Xbox and Docs Venture and Outside Extra merch store warehouse sale. That's right, our warehouse where our merch is kept and it's a bit like the warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where they store 
all of the Arks of the Covenant and deadly religious relics. In there, they moved some boxes around and found some old merch that we thought was lost forever, but it's not. It exists and is on sale for you to buy at drastically discounted prices. That's right, it's up to 70% off. There are some legacy products in there that uh, you maybe thought they were sold out forever, but no, they're there. There's some old Hello Stream stuff, the t-shirts we designed in Jackbox. If you've ever wanted a Lasagna My Dudes t-shirt with a pizza firing guns on it, now is your last chance. It is also the last chance to get your hands on the Oxventurers Guild Moonbeam dice set. They're on there right now. So head on over to store.outsidexbox.com, uh, click on the banner there saying warehouse sale, and you too could get yourself some incredible savings. Uh, so check it out. Thanks for listening. Right, back to the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast. And this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs. Or at least that's what I would be saying. If you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom, Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favorite podcast app now to listen. Just search Eurogamer Newscast. I see that firing through the okay. fog, just randomly, basically. <sighs> All right. All right. I'd like to go to the, the map um... table. I'd like to go to the map table and lay out the map that we, you know, acquired last mm -hmm. time. Um, how far is this curse hole? Curse hole, uh, if curse. you like. The curse hole. <laughs> ah, yes, the curse hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's near the hole. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's about a day, a day and a half sailing. Um, okay. Like under good, good conditions, but um, you know, obviously, uh, being chased, it it may mm. take longer. It may take you know less time. Uh, either way, it would probably be prudent uh, to lose them before you right. head to said curse hole. But it's not. Yeah, impossible. we don't want to lead them to the curse hole, mm. right? Exactly. The curse hole is. Uh, Northeast, you are currently heading west. Um, I'd like to okay. sort of stay in the tops where I am and just just like look around, try and like keep a keep a weather eye on the on the shoal ahead of us and mm -hmm. the inevitability behind if I can, and just call down bearings to Corazon and Prudence. Well, Absolutely. The sun, the sun sets in the west, right? So let's race west. I say because we'll get to night time quicker. Is that yeah, what exactly, you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. So no, wait, uh, hang on. Wouldn't we get to nighttime quicker if we race the other east? No, no, no. no. Well, canonically, we've never set where the sun. We've never said where the sun sets in. Oh yeah, in the, yeah. The sun, the sun we, rotates oh, north south. Like, Who's to say there's only yeah. one oh, sun? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Let me let me the, remember the when the twin, of Geth, the twin right? sons of Geth. <laughs> Standard fantasy rules. There's got to be twin suns. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! As soon as no. one sets, the others come up. It's light again. <laughs> no. Undo. 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 <laughs> I'm hitting the undo button on all this canonical stuff. <laughs> okay, so so the plan is to just keep heading straight, um, put as much speed on as you can before they come through the fog, and then Cram see where you are from there. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, That's it. Just make me a wisdom perception check, please, Dob, to sort of just look out uh, ahead and see see what's around you, basically. Don't worry, shipmates. I got this. What do your Dob I see? That is a natural twenty. Oh, wow, yeah. we are rolling amazingly wait, wait. for doing not yeah, very no, much of them. Yeah. What do you see, Mr. Dub? Well, I Everything. see. What do I? What do I see? <laughs> okay, so um, there Everything. are there are um, 
just you're you're coming up on sort of um a small chain of islands um and on the left one of the larger ones uh, is sort of there it's just more it's more like an atoll it's not very big but you do notice that in quite a large area around it the seas are very calm uh because near landmass um and there's a sandbank underneath, which obviously stops the, the water from getting too choppy. So you reckon that you could go through those calmer waters to put on a bit of speed in a way that the um, the inevitability, I nearly called it the insubordination, couldn't match. <laughs> um, ditto, further ahead, um, basically, if you want to keep heading west, um, eventually you are going to reach a large coral reef, Um you're, you can't see it too clearly right now, but it is large enough that you imagine it is charted in this part of the world. So if there are the, the requisite charts in the map room of the Joyful Damnation, you should Don't be able to find it. your way through it, and you could potentially lose the inevitability in there. Of course, if you came into you got into trouble yourselves, that would be very, very bad. But So this is a gamble, but it's a gamble that could well pay off. That's about all you see around you right now. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of how we're looking. I mean, if recommendations, we can... Mr. Dub. Uh, my recommendation is that we, uh, Captain Corazon, is that we head for the coral reef out to west and hope to run the inevitability aground in the pursuit. Sounds good to me. I shout. Let's do that. And I. So, which way is that? Sorry, I'm on the wheel. Uh, I guess west would be to west. out to. West. west is right always to the right. west is always to the right west is always right <laughs> if i understand navigation west Wait, is right just... yeah okay um just make me a strength athletics check please corazon just to sort of move the wheel around and keep it keep it held steady as you reach the the proper course um Let's see. What about the rest of you? We will, I mean, we will lose 11. a little bit of speed heading to okay. the coral reef, I guess, because we're no longer sort of we've no longer got the wind directly behind us. Yes, you have. We'll, you were heading west anyway. Mm. Perfect. Maintaining so, course. Yeah, you're you're maintaining course. So you are you are still having. Nice. The question is, are you going to head for that um, sort of? You're going to head for the Carmel waters of the atoll next to you, or just? keep going because that would require a bit of an adjustment i mean i love the sound of the coral reef that we can navigate with our uh sort of you know uh sh shallower hull and and nimbler navigation that sounded amazing mm. okay cool great All right but then we'll just we'll just carry on there uh and 11 um it's been a while since you've been at the helm of the joyful damnation sober um ish uh so there are a couple of times where you're like, yeah, I mean, you mean, you mean to sort of, um, to keep hold of it, but yeah, you occasionally get jostled once you sort of get a bit distracted thinking about how cool you must look right now. Um, and yeah, so, um, you do, you don't make quite as fast progress as you otherwise might do. Um, but you still, by the time you finally see the fog drifting back, uh, actually no, the fog would be moving with you. Hmm. Yeah. The inevitability is not clear of the fog yet. However, you can see its dark shape kind of looming in the fog in there. So it's going to burst through soon because it itself cool. is has made sail and is underway. But for now, you are making uh, good progress. Um, okay. 
Is there so anything it's... we can do to slow them down? Maybe anything we could um, throw some something into the water, throw some barrels of gunpowder, maybe. Um, let's uh, let me go go down to the magazine and see what we've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say your your course is set, and you know you're holding steady and you're making good progress. So now is you have a beat basically to to make preparations for right. the next stage in in the pursuit. So yeah, uh, if you want to go to the magazine. Um, you you go there. You find um, Egbert's sleeping like sleeping mat from when he was last aboard the Joyful Damnation. Oh, yes, I remember he used to, like, um, to sleep on a big mm. pile of gunpowder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward um, to nap there later on when this calms down a bit. Um, there are still a few souvenir uh, t-shirts from the stag do that you ran. Um, <laughs> oh, there's there's a, a happier there's times. A, there's a cask of mouldering salsa. Yeah. Um, oh, Egbert. But yeah, you find um, a good number of uh, kegs of black powder. You find, you know, um, uh, pistol shot, uh, a few muskets. You find sort of a bunch of pretty low grade um, swords that would just be handed out to the crew at times where you yeah, sort of would board other vessels and intimidate them into giving over their wares. Um so you've got like a good quantity of armaments, um, and yeah, the, the magazine is is fully stocked. So you've got enough gunpowder to to fire every cannon aboard the ship. Um, the question is, if you want to do something more creative with them, mm. uh, what what sort of thing do you have in mind? Um, okay, I'm thinking maybe dropping some some barrels out the back with like with uh, long fuses on them, maybe to create a sort of. Uh, I don't think we'll get lucky enough for them to actually damage the ship, but it might cause them to have to go around. To um, do you think? Could any of us rig a depth charge? I don't know. I we could try if we put not, our minds to it. I'm not like super clear on what a depth charge literally is. Yeah, but <laughs> but it sounds cool. Yeah, um, it's a depth charge. Um, Dob, uh, wait, where, would you know this? Actually, uh, Corazon, make me a, another sort of knowing seamanship role. Um, uh, right. So that would be sort of uh, um, an intelligence check. Would we? Would there be a modifier on this? Let's let's have a deeks. Uh, I got a sixteen. Okay, uh, you do, you do, you have heard of a depth charge. They are kind of experimental warfare um, because there aren't that many submarines in um, in Geth, but um, they're very, very popular for fishing because it is the nautical equivalent of standing on top of a castle wall and just emptying a bucket of rocks onto um, something's head. Fish. Yeah, onto the fish that are attacking the castle. Um, I guess okay, cancel so plan depth could... charge. Oh, okay. Or... Well, we could we could try if you want, dog. Oh, we've, I'll tell you what we have seen before is um, mines. Do you remember when we were approaching that... Sea um, mines. Sea mm. mines. Remember when we were approaching that, um, that you know, the thing with all of where, with the acid yes. from the ceiling? Of course. Yep. And just yes. by having looked at them, I, th- I feel like we could probably uh, recreate their design quite easily from memory. <laughs> yes. I've made a bomb or two we should give in my time. Go. Egbert's our, our, this is a very, yeah, very good point. Egbert, Bomb Egbert you're our expo- explosive expert. What do you think expert. you could rig up that would be useful in this uh, situation? I must admit, I did get a good look at those sea mines as we were um, as we were uh-huh. navigating through, and it seems uh-huh. like a fairly straightforward system. You know, yeah. little little vial in there of reactive uh, liquid, and then 
you know, when they hit the, when they bump against them, it just explodes. So the thing about being a bomb technician is it's mostly instinct. Yeah. Uh, oh, you do it. On, you do it by feel. Yeah. You do it by yeah. Feel. Jazz. It's jazz more of an art than a science. Of course. Yeah. Of course. It's more about the things you don't blow up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's more about the things right. you blow up along the way. Hmm. Right. Indeed. I'm going to make. I, okay. I'm going to have a go at this. I'm going to out of those gunpowder barrels. I'm going to attempt to create uh, some proximity mines. Excellent. Okay. How are we going to do this then? I'm going to say that this is quite a delicate task. Um, so can we make this a deck sleight of hand check, please? If you like, yeah. If you like. All right. Well, it's it's that or something wisdom-based. Oh, no. So it's bad for me. No one wants that. That is a 17 plus two decks is 19. Wow. Mm. Okay. This is genuinely very, very impressive. Um, and I figure once I've cracked the first one, I can probably mass produce these things. <laughs> <laughs> With you your said, little production line wow. going. Mass production. How many barrels do we have that we can you turn said, into mines? You said that with such incredible confidence. Roll me a D10. How do you D10. think becoming an arms dealer will play to your atonement goal? <laughs> <laughs> I assume I could just kick these out. Yeah. Uh, is this D10? It looks like one. Yes, I think it is. Okay. That's a one. <laughs> you have made two C-mites. Oh. Oh. <laughs> but they're very clever, in fairness. Um, what you've basically done is um, um, you've got like a smaller cask of black powder. You've mm. drilled holes in, into the side uh, and engineered these sort of plugs where there's sort of a small piece of paper with some more black powder in it, and then that is carefully lowered into a larger barrel into which you yes. have driven several sort of metal lengths yes, so that if at any point a ship, say, moving at speed, hits one of these spikes, it will go bink! Yep. Um, it will. And with the piece of uh, flint that you have carefully glued onto mm. the, the, the tip of each metal thing, it will basically act like a... Um, uh, a musket. Um, Calm down, Egbert. That was start, clever of you. Like yeah, tiny spark, massive explosion. Yes, that kind that's of thing. The goal. That's always the goal. Tiny and spark, massive explosion. I think the complexity there would explain how you've only managed to rig up two. Yeah, I think you know. It took me it's... three days to do each one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. Cool. So three days later, um, <laughs> they're still chasing. No, you've all um, been caught you... in execution. <laughs> <laughs> and Egbert is completing his <laughs> Egbert's explaining the design to the hangman. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the real genius of it is the flint. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Yes, two two minds. Knocked okay. up as quickly as possible. Okay. Wonderful. I go, to the map, okay. I go to the map room and see if we've got a map for the coral uh, reef up ahead. <laughs> Okie dokie. Make me a an investigation check, which, as everybody knows, is tied to intelligence. Hmm. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Pew. Oh, that's a, that's a 10. Okay. But I have inspiration, so I'm going to go, because I think we really need okay. this map. We're not going to run aground on some coral. Mm. Uh, okay, well, that's 13. 13. Okay, that'll do it. Um, you, it, it takes you a while because um, Corazon's filing system is idiosyncratic. <laughs> um, there so it's are, not the Dewey Decimal System, then. 
It's unfortunately not. Um, it's the boozy decimal uh, system. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Maps are sort of lumped in with um, recipes for good rum cocktails. Uh, there is a, a very strange... There's a detailed map of, um, of a large country estate, which he then realises, obviously, the Milk Toast Manor. Um, <laughs> there's a caricature of uh, me and Jack Raxon and Curly Joe that we had done at the carnival. Yes. We're riding, yeah, we're riding little scooters. Mm. Nice. It's, it's okay. that's the original actually. The the print is on the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, but eventually, yes, you do find a sea chart for this area. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, it it has um, it has a pretty detailed map of the coral reef, um, mm -hmm. which should allow you to pick your way through it. So uh, I'm going to say that this item will give you advantage. Will give the crew advantage on any navigation rolls as you start to move through the uh, the coral reef Good. um cool what are we saying uh dob and also corazon how are you prepping for the next bit of scary scary chase time um well i think uh prudence if you're able to um magically scan for um where the following ship is we can place these um sea mines in the most we can sort of figure out their Okay, They'll yes. have the same charts, won't they? So it makes sense to use the sea mines in the mm. in amongst the reef where they can't avoid them as easily. A narrow channel in the mm. coral reef. That's a good idea. Wait until They'll have get... the same wow. charts. Probably better organised as well. Is it, but so a, naval, a naval combat genius. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if they'll be able to follow us through the coral reef. I just know good explosives. Because... Yeah. I don't oh, know if they'll be able to follow okay. us through the coral reef because... That's true, because they... Well, yeah. I think oh, because they've got they they big ship. Get to the they sit they lower in the water. Yeah, mm. they big ship. Okay. Also, um, all right, uh, cr crewmates. I have a I have a scheme for the coral reef situation when we get there. Okay. Um, here's what I'm thinking. We, yeah. we know that they that looking at their ship, it's it's big enough that they'll want to avoid the coral reef, right? Because it will run them aground if they sort of yeah, run yeah, up yeah, onto they it. They big ship. So here's what I'm thinking. We. Uh, deftly navigate our way through it, um, yeah. assuming that that has worked as we're uh -huh. navigating through the channel. Yeah. Um, in fact, near the beginning of the channel, um, yep. we tie a very, very, very long rope around me, and I yes. jump overboard. Yes. And like find a Love shallow it. bit of coral reef to stand on. Perfect. I will then like go submerge into the water, like down to this point, and I will uh -huh. cast major illusion. Uh, to to create the image of just a little bit of coral just breaking the waves, just breaking the surface of the sea, uh, right next to an actual massive chunk of coral, so that when they sort of veer away from that as they spot it, they run aground. I love it. We're gonna you're gonna hoodwink them with yeah, illusory you, coral, and then I, and then I give a few yanks on the rope, and you yep. um, haul you back in. Yeah. I mean, there'll still be slack on the rope, I guess. At that, we'll we'll deal with that. That's a that's a future dog problem. We can pop a we can pop a depth charge down there where they're going to go as well, and we can cast yeah invisibility. Yes. And Meryl's not here to tell us it. not to damage a very fragile ecosystem <laughs> yeah, exactly. on which the whole planet. Finally, is screw dead. this coral. Am I right, everyone? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can give <laughs> Sorry, me the, the sea mines if you want to, to sort of position in the same spot that they're going hey, to kind of like steer. I just I just really feel like we should scuttle this ship, my dude. I feel like. <laughs> Feel well, like the, I want the, this ship scuttled because it's bigger than mine. But if, but if they if they run aground on the if they run aground on the coral reef, then then they're sitting Ship's ducks. Done, we right, can yeah. we can circle around. We can shoot them at our leisure. Well, no, we don't. I mean, we distance. don't want to. We don't want to 
go back and we need to get to the Kursole and if they haven't got a ship then they can't follow us. I just But we're sailing west, the Kursole is north mm. yeah. east. Northeast. But we'll come yeah, so we'll come back around. We'll emerge from the the coral reef want, and then come around. We don't want them taking north. pot shots at us with their cannons though, so maybe we should blow them up a bit. Um just a little. Don't want to kill anyone. Just scuffle yeah, the ship. Do. Almost nice. almost as if on cue, the second Corazon finishes that sentence, you hear uh oh. Grace, Grace. Um, hear the crack of uh, chase cannons. Oh, man. Um, and you do hear twin, like, <laughs> noises. Um, but you see? the ship has not been hit. Um, Boo, yeah, nice needs try. Needs to scuttle them. <laughs> but, I um, did. <laughs> I did. The it's, cannonballs. It's, uh, would anyone like to have a look at the, the inevitability? All right. Yeah, I, I eyeball okay. the inevitability through the fog. Okay, um, it has just made its way out of the fog. Do make me a wisdom perception check, though, please. Oh, okay. I preemptively rolled. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Okay, all right. That's, that's, a, a, that's another 20. 15. <laughs> Whoa, okay. natural. Dang. Yeah, natural. Dang. This is unbelievable. Um, okay, uh, so both of you see that um, there are two pairs of chase cannons Um on the front of uh, the inevitability, one crew already is um, working frantically to to sponge and to um, to well to, to swab to load powder to get a ball in there generally to to ready to fire again. The other two guns are already prepared. They adjust their elevation after the last shot, and <laughs> two cannonballs are loosed. Um, these ones, as you watch them, sort of hearts in your mouths. Um, which for Corazon, being Corazon de Baena, is <laughs> no mean feat. <laughs> um, they splash down harmlessly into the water a oh, few oh, hundred oh. feet behind you. Oh, a few hundred feet. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. All right. That's nice you, you, are, you are comfortably oh, out of cannon range. Uh, Corazon, with your 20, uh, you're kind of looking and be like, hey, 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 watching them fruitlessly trying to uh, reload this cannon. When... Um, you sort of see this this arms kind of get ratcheted just on the front of the ship. And it is an absolutely by comparison with a normal chase cannon, which is sort of just like a small swivel gun, this thing is uh, large even for a cannon that would be mounted on the side of a ship. And as you watch, there is a like there's a flash that you see before you hear the boom. And um, you see a projectile just just arcing uh, in a, a a low but extremely fast arc oh. towards you. My yikes! Cthulhu, what the? How how much does a cannonball weigh? Lots. Um, All right. I've got, few, I've got a plan for this mega cannon. Okay. okay. Well, it's it's a similar plan to before, except it's a lot more straightforward, but it still involves rope and me going in the sea. Okay. Right. Rope around the waist. I just Hear jump off out. the back. Then, right. then it's like, how, if I was in the sea right now, Johnny, how long would it be before the inevitability got to where I am? Uh, it would be quite a while. Like this, you you do have a good head start. Like um, minutes or like a half hour or like... At these speeds... Assuming that the um, assuming that the inevitability is chasing you, it would still take a good hour, maybe two hours, to oh. catch up to you. Um, 
you are doing these numbers in your head um, when the projectile um, reaches the ship and strikes uh, at the top of one of the masts. Specifically, it goes into one of the sails, which kind of billows out but seems to hold. But there is a, a significant kind of <laughs> sound as uh, the projectile resolves itself into uh-uh. a humanoid form. And oh, you see there is one limb just kind of skating down um, the the sail, which, I mean, you're, you're all of you like, this is bad and cool. Um, <laughs> because at the bottom of the sail, when the um, when basically it's run out of canvas to... Um, to to fly down uh this this figure kind of shadowed um because obviously the sun is in your eyes tucks into a ball and lands on the deck and then straightens up um you can see that they are absolutely bristling with with pistols they have a cutlass in each hand and a dagger in their mouth and they (laughs) spit it out and go okay who would like to die to oh hello um, and you see that this uh, this individual has uh, big fluffy ears and a long fluffy tail, Yay. and um, you recognise your friend Rust on the harbour. Rust, 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 oh, oh. You rascal, Rust, you Ooh. rascal! What are you what doing on board? Have you I've come been... to join the crew? Uh, well, I was hired to come onto this ship uh, via the cannon, and then I was going to kill everybody on board. Rust, however much they're paying you, I promise we will pay you less. Yeah. Because that's your thing, as I remember. They, yes, they paid no. me one gold piece. Yeah. What an insult, Rust. They really don't know you at all. What? Yeah. What? Could it? No, they paid me one gold piece. Here it is. Look, uh, there's a one gold piece. But we're How friends. We're friends, uh, though. This is difficult. Yeah, no, we, we are in our bind. Because, I mean... <laughs> You're nice. Uh, we get on, uh, but I've been paid one gold piece to kill We've you. got one gold piece. Don't. We've got I one gold piece. He looks at the gold piece and goes, I don't understand. Well, we can oh, give you one gold. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait. I see. Remember mm. Rust's thing? Yeah. I do remember uh, it now. Um, I mean, you could. I, I wish you could iron me, but uh, I've already been given one yeah, gold he, piece. He He's already been given a gold. Piece. The gold uh, piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, Rust, here's a proposition for you. What okay. if we have, like, an exciting fight, but we agree to make it like Peter Pan rules, whereby we might sword fight for a bit, but ultimately the loser's just going to get kicked in the sea in a non-fatal way? Because <laughs> we can't show, like, sword violence and we don't want to kill anyone. <laughs> oh, um... Where? 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 I, I'm familiar with Pierre Pan rules. <laughs> where? Bon? Uh he, he slots the gold piece Peter into... Yeah, yeah, Peter, Peter Bread. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good with hummus. Yeah, uh, but it's it's ultimately quite a tragic tale because um, he he lives in a land without yeast, so um, he will never grow up. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh reversed into that one, didn't you? Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, Let's see if he can. Never leavened land. Wait. <laughs> Inspiration. Inspiration, everybody. Everybody, inspiration. <laughs> oh. I'm affronted on no one's Somewhere inside a whale, a, a wood elf goes, ugh, and isn't sure why. Because actually, the um, the 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 couple's therapy is going quite well, if anyone were. Uh, oh, good. Sort of smash cut to, they're now yeah, using, they're using the I feel sentences. Mm. Um, oh. 
you know, no one's raised their their voice um, in in over an hour. Uh, although, I mean, that's relative, obviously, because the whale is naturally very, very loud. <laughs> so, but no one's made a noise that could be considered loud for a whale. Um, anyway, um, we cut back to um, Rust on the Harbour. Um, kind of looks down at his pistols and it's like uh, removes the bandolier and drops those because Pierre Pan rolls. Um, yeah. And he's like, okay, we, we're. Well, Rust, how about you and I duel, and then Where? if I if I beat you, maybe you could join join in with us, throw your lot in with us. Okay, That's cool. Yes, I suppose so. That would be discharging my uh, my duties for which I was. Um... Well, okay, yeah. Um... All right, let me just limber up because it's it's been a long day. Oh, that's fair. I I did my warm up on the other sheep. Mm. <laughs> he starts jogging on the spot to stay warm. Mm-hmm. Rust, while you go, while while you warm up, could it? Uh, would it be a breach of contract for you to inform us if there's anything else coming over on that cannon? Uh, no, I don't see why not. They did not specify. I could, I could not say. I, I've signed no, nothing. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, they have uh, many things. Uh, a mortar uh, to try and set you on fire. Uh, mm-hmm. They have harpoon guns to uh, fire mm-hmm. and attach sea anchors to your ship. Uh uh, if I'm not successful, uh, they're going to send a, a more substantial boarding party. Um, uh, yes, yeah, I do not know who this captain is, uh, but she really, really wants to catch and uh, kill oh. almost all of you. Mm-hmm. Almost, all. almost all. Who's, who's she not interested in? Well, um, I, 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 she did not. She has not spoken to me. Directly, but uh, I assume that uh, if she catches uh, you, Egbert, she will just add you to the rest of the crew in the hold, uh, who look exactly like you do. And um, unbelievable! Uh, it's a ship uh, full of Egberts. Unquestioningly, do not um, question her her uh, leadership uh, or her divine right to uh, take over the entirety <laughs> of Geth. Right. Mm. Why is is that? Uh, am I missing something? No, no, no. That's, that's fine. That's, that's good. The whole thing. Just glad we're definitely the good guys, and she's definitely the bad guy. Okay. Well, uh, if saying. you are uh, ready, uh, Corazon. Yes, I've had an isotonic sports grog. Excellent. Um, I'm fully Ooh, hydrated. That sounds delicious. Uh, well, uh, in do, that do you case, wanna, like, uh, do you want someone to slap you across the face? <laughs> no, no. I'll do I'm, it, you know. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, Prudence. I'll Get take one. There. I slap sl- Rust across the face to psych him up. <laughs> he is like well, properly like... Alright, Prudence, slap me as well. I don't want him having an All right. unfair well, advantage. I had to slap someone. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> right. You should um, probably so slap so twice fair. because we need him to win. No, so it's fair yeah. I slap everyone across the face once just to get right. everyone like psyched and pumped like a three up to have a deal. Bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a to have an exciting <laughs> deal. Um... Well, Russ says, well, in, in that case, um, he lowers himself into a fighting stance and he says, as we say in the trade, roll for initiative. All right, I'll uh, and comes. you and I shall roll for initiative. That, friends, was Sale of the Century Part 1. There's a Part 2 coming next week for which we will uh, we will aim to bring Luke in. Yes. That, that's a real... Luke favourite, a real Luke show. Well, Luke is uh, Luke is a big fan of the sort of nautical adventures. Um, he's a big fan of uh, the Aubrey Maturin novels, such as Master and Commander, of which there is a film that he has made us watch on multiple occasions. And some will say that that film is too long and boring, but not Luke. 
he'll tell you that it's and not good. us. And not, because yeah, Luke will get us. Because Luke will get us and uh, tell us about different kinds of knots that sailors would use in the past at length. So look out for that. So yeah, if you want to listen to Luke talking about how great Master and Commander is, come on back next week. He'll be in for part two. Uh, he can explain all of the many, many deep Master and Commander lore references he made in this episode that probably will have gone over your head. So that's uh, something to look forward to or avoid, depending on your thoughts about Master and Commander. But also, this was our first ever all at sea D&D session. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Like a like a ship chase. Forget about it. What a great time. It was like um, the most exciting parts of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Well, that's, that's what was playing in my head while we played. I had a really good time. Also, it opens it up for some um, more unusual tactics that we haven't been able to use before, like um, Egbert using flame breath to make make a sort of obscuring cloud of steam. I mean, how cool is oh, yeah. how cool is is that? We've never had a chance to do something like that before, and also not something that you'd see in most pirate fiction because people can't breathe fire in those. Because there's not enough magic in Master and Commander. You're right. Exactly. If only Russell Crowe had gone up onto the bow and breathed fire all over the ocean. That is the fatal flaw with Master and Commander. And Luke, if you want to correct me, then you'll have to come at me on the podcast. On this podcast. But it is the problem that Russell Crowe does not have magic hands. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't breathe fire all over the ocean like he should. And Paul Bettany can't do lightning bolts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That we know of. Yeah. I unless mean, that is a canonical power of Paul Bettany and Master and Commander, and he just chooses not to use it. Well, maybe that's why they cast him as Vision, because they wouldn't have to do any special effects. <laughs> so it was cheaper than hiring any other actor. It's on his CV. Yeah. He's like, I was in A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. I can do lightning bolts. I have so that'll the, save you I have on the, the powers CG of budget. the Marvel character Vision. <laughs> I don't like to talk about it. I like to be considered for a role based on my acting merits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want that job. You don't want to be thinking they only hired me for the free yeah. lightning bolts. You would always be thinking, wouldn't you? You'd be like, have they hired me because I'm, like, I'm good at acting or is it because I can levitate and I have a mind stone? Right, so I fully expect Luke to come angrily charging in any time between now and the recording of the next episode of the Oxventure Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Yep. Also, if you're listening to the Oxventure Dungeons & Dragons podcast, I basically pronounced that right. <laughs> if you're listening to it on the day it goes up, It is also the day that we are launching a a new range, a new line in our merch collection. Mm. So if you go to Outside Xbox, sorry, store.outsidexbox.com, what will you find? You will find some cool new items to help you adventure your way across the land of Geth. There's there's various maps. Jane's map that she has has created. Yeah, Cartographer Cartographer Jane. Jane has charted the land of Geth. And you can get it in a cool poster or as a cloth map. Such yeah, as can genuine be rolled up and kept in your map. haversack next to your lemba yeah. spread. We've been sent. We've been sent samples, and it's um, it's this kind of canvassy material that starts to fray at the edges, and yeah. that's a feature as long as you don't let it fray too much, yeah. because then there's no map left. But if it frays a little bit, then it looks really good and aged. Yeah. Plus, you can also use it as like a um, a placemat if you want. You can put your dinner plate on it and eat. Well, I'm planning on kind of like roughing mine up as much as possible so it looks really beaten up. Yeah. And then I'm going to use it as a prop for when we play ah. Dungeons and Dragons. You it's going to be my map. I can unfurl yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those fantasy maps that you're like, is this really a useful map? You know, like the one of um, of Middle Earth. Mm. Where yes. they're like, okay, here's Smaug, and it's just a big mountain and yeah. a picture of a dragon on top of it. Like, and you're this like, isn't, what's is the... this going to help me scale this mountain? Yeah, where are the Ordnance Survey grid <laughs> yeah. markers on What's this? the topography of this mountain? Yeah. And, and yeah. Gandalf's like, oh, dragon on it. Um, there's also a, a compass, which is a sort of handsome metal case with the Oxventurer's uh, logo on it. 
So you can use that to go north when you want. Find north. Yeah. Which does seem to confirm that there is a magnetic north on Geth, mm. in the realm of Geth. Yes. That's so the planet of Geth true. has a magnetic axis. Geth is just the kingdom. Possibly the a liquid iron core. We don't, what? Know what, we don't know what planet it's on. No, we don't know. Ju- that's true. Could be on Jupiter. Does Jupiter have a magnetic north? Yeah, you tell me. Questions. I'm asking NASA. Hang okay. on. Dear NASA, does Jupiter have a magnetic field? Oh, yeah. Oh. 20,000 times stronger than the Earth's magnetic field. Sweet. <laughs> It'll right. rip the compass right out of your hands. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. That's fun. If you ever go to Jupiter, you can take the compass with you. And there's also a, um, a handsome mug that you can drink all of your An enamel camping mug. Yeah. Yeah, one of those. One of the ones that you hang from, again, hang from your haversack and when you get your lemba spread out to snack on it, you can have a little cup of uh, bramble tea or whatever people drink. And what does it say on it? It says the Oxventurous skill. Everyone should have thought about everything. So yeah, that's fun. That's all on store.outsidexbox.com. Check it out. Well, we hope you enjoy those and we hope you enjoyed this podcast Hmm. and we hope that we'll see you, see you, hear you next time. Yeah, come on back. No, we won't hear you because... You'll hear us. But Luke will be here and he'll be talking about ships and the ocean and Russell yeah. Crowe and Paul Bettany. And he'll probably do the lesser of two weevils joke if you ask him. Nice. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And goodbye. Yes. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you back here next week with Luke to talk the ocean. Bye. 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 Bye.